Okay, so we're holding here in Chelek Aleph, Perek Shlishi, Os Yud Beis. So last week we spoke about the concept that the... Um, we didn't get together last Last time we, we, we learned, which was three weeks ago, for Pesach, um, um, we spoke about the concept of the, um, the Shoma and the Guf separating by Misa, we spoke of the need for Misa, that once... Adam did the chait and he brought Ra into the Kli of the Gulf. The Gulf was no longer fitting with the Ra that was there to be Ma'ala and be Mazukach, to become purified by the Neshama, to rise to, okay, let me see that thing, to rise to, 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 to Elam Haba. Mabel, that created the Gzera of Misa. Adam has to die. And we spoke about the body decomposing while the Neshama goes to Elam Neshamas. And last time that we met, not last week, last time that we met, um, we discussed a little bit about the process of the, the guf decomposing and and the neshama's relationship to the guf. Today, we are going to focus more on what happens to the neshama at the time when the body and the soul um, separate, about oil and neshamas, and, and what occurs exactly um, there. Oh, okay, give me one. Yud, yud what? Yud base. Yud base. Yud Page base. 54. 54. Okay. We're in a base. Okay, now, but before we start, I just wanted to share a quick art I had about this on, on Shabbos. So, we've been discussing that the Seder Advarim is <clears throat> that first that there's Elm Haza, and then a person dies, and the Shama goes to Elm and the Shamas. Elm and Shamas is not the final Elm Haba. The final Elm Haba is only after Yemes Mashiach. And then after Yemes Mashiach, the Mesa Mekdash will be built, Yemes Mashiach, then the world will be destroyed, the 6,000th year, and then, and then in the 7,000th years, the Tchiyas Mason will occur, um, and, and then the Neshama will rejoin the body and, and purify the Guf, and the Guf and the Neshama will then go to the higher worlds for an Olam Habal and Netzach Netzachim. So that's the, that's the order. So the order is a person's death, and the, the Neshama goes to Olam Neshama, it's a waiting stage, which <coughs> over there is a form of a Gan Eden, then there is Mashiach, then there's destruction of the world, then there's Tchias Mesim, then there's the final Olam Haba. So just in the Shabbos Davening, it's, it's incredible actually, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but it says, um, Ein Aruch Lecha Hashem Elokeinu Olam Haza. Let me read it to you. You're looking at, you're looking at the Davening in Mamish. Yes. Yeah, hold on one second. Let's, just, let's get it. I also could do it by heart, but I'd rather read it. That way we, we, we make sure we get, uh, we get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we we can all do it. I know. We we dive in every week. I know. I know. Hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, second. I know. Now she So Nothing is comparable to you, Hashem, and nothing is like you. Ev is biltecha. Well, aruch means nothing's on your scale. The angel lasecha. Nothing is is like you. Ein biltecha. There's nothing aside from you. Umidoy melach. Nothing's comparable to you. There is nothing which is on your scale, your, your value in this world. And there is nothing that is other than you in the life of Olam Haba. There is nothing other than you, our Redeemer, to the time of Mashiach. And there is nothing like you, our Savior, So notice it described four... Steps, right? One is Olam Haza, that's the life you live in now. Two is Olam Haba. Olam Haba is clearly referring to the Olam and the Shamas that a person goes to when he dies. Eves Biltcha Gemaisa Mashiach is referring to the time when the world becomes perfected. And then for the Tchias Mason, Olam Haba, it's Eindom Lechamashino Tchias Mason. Right, so just you know, the davening follows the steps that the Ramchal has laid forward. There was some machlokes in the Rishonim. The Rambam had a, a different seder. Rav Daniel Bavli gave historically the Rambam a very hard time. The Ramban and the Rama, not the Rama and Shacharach, but the Rama with the Hey, um, you know, were early Kabbalists that went with the opinion of, of the Ari and, and the Ramchal and whatnot. And this is how we paskin as the seder is the seder is the seder dvarim. But I just thought it was interesting. Such a machlokes, you you go through you go through davening. On Shabbos, it, like Mamish, it's it's the steps are are there. It's hard to imagine that you know that anyone held you know, you know. Last night by Ravarin's Maral share, he um, was miyashiv a machlokes about if you learn Torah for the sake of its enjoyment, if that's considered a good thing, a bad thing. Torah lishma, and he said the Maral seemed to hold one way, and then different far another way, and he ended up being miyashiv them. I told him afterwards, I said, you know, this is the third time you've miyashiv 
you know, these big Hashkafic Machalikas and said no one really argues. So you did it with Nefshachaim and the Baal Tanya by Tzimtzum. You did it with the Baal Shemtiv and the Sefer Chinuch by Shkachapratis. And you did it here, right? See, so he, he smiled. He said, you know, Rabbi Shapira said that how could there be Machalikas and Dvarim Shabrim Shalom? So it could be if we worked hard enough on the Shitas Rambam, maybe we could fetch out that there's really wow. no uh, there's really no machlokes, right? But I just for wow. the davening, you see this this clearly is the seder. It's nothing to nothing to talk about. Okay, fine. So let's start over here in in, in good base. Ula milvad So he says aside from oil mishamas just being a place where by the way there's a lot to unpack in this ice. So we're just going to read through the ice this week a little bit slowly, and then we're going to start to. Go through all the different points to unpack. I hope we can do it in one week, but we'll see. It might take two. Aside from the fact that El Neshama is the place for the Neshama to be, for it to hang out there, to sit there, while it, it is looking forward to rejoining its newly constructed body for to be able to purify that body, it's waiting over there. There is another very large another very large um, um, benefit that will be accrued to the neshama itself, and later on that benefit will be passed over to the guf. So, all of the neshamas is not just a waiting room. We're not just sitting there in the neshama, like tapping our non-existent finger on the non-existent, you know, desk, waiting for Tchiyas HaMesim, right? There's, there's something tov that's happening over there, something good that's happening over there, which is beneficial to the Neshama, and the Ramchal says that benefit will be passed over later to the body. That benefit which the body will need at the time of the Tchiyas. So there is more than just waiting. Does every Neshama make it into the other Um You mean, as opposed to being obliterated by Gehenna, you're it. saying? Um, it's a good question. I don't fully know the answer to your question. There definitely is the concept of some Neshama is being cut off, as we'll speak about extensively in the second Chalak of Der Hashem, that a Kosh Baruch Hu built in Nidach, Minu Nidach, by success. Kosh Baruch Hu does not want to push anybody away, and he will find every means possible to get some element of a person's self into the next world, right? The abject Rishayim that don't have a Chalak Elam Haba, are their Neshamas obliterated after they die, or do they have to wait till the Yom Adina Gadol, Mesim. I mean, I don't know chronologically at what point if a neshama would be totally destroyed or removed or burnt off or whatever. I'm not sure at what stage that would happen, but that's, that seems to be a very rare occurrence, especially amongst the Yidim, right? As we'll see in the next Chalak that Akash Baruch is going to try to Get, a, get, a, get, get everybody in, right? No, no child left behind, yeah. Vizak, mm-hmm. that's the, the real, the real no child left behind. Vizak, he achar shaisa gzera ala adam. I'm not really old enough to remember who instituted that. I think it was like Clinton or something. Vizak, he achar shaisa gzera ala adam, right? Um, after there was gzera on the person, shal yigi ala shleimus el achar amaves. So, what is this to Alice that the shama? What is this benefit accrued in the shama while it's waiting in in all the shamas? This is the following. He says that there was gzera. Notice what he says: the gzera of Makar Baruch that he should not reach Shlemis until after mm. he dies. Now, we saw this extensively in the Nefshachayim. If you remember, Nefshachayim said that the Pasuk tells us that, that Hashem said, get all them out of the Gan ASAP and guard the Gan. Put up the flaming swords. Put up the Kruvim to guard the entrance of the Gan, lest he eat from the Eitzachayim and he live forever. Says Nefshachayim, whoa, 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 why can't all them live forever? What's so terrible? Adam live forever. Does the want to for people, right? Why, why, would he, why should Adam not live forever? And the answer was, is because since Adam stained his guf with the Tumah of the Nachash, with the Avera that he did, and we spoke about this extensively in previous Shirim, about the colliding of the worlds of Tevira into Adam, and Adam becoming not just reflexive of the world of Kedusha, but also reflexive of the outside world of, of Tumah as well too. That was a permanent stain that was put into the Gashmias and the physicality of this world to the point to where if we would elevate the body with that stain, then the Tchiyas Mesim and the Olam Haba would be incomplete. It would be a blockage in the next world for our ability to connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and it would get in the way of the bliss and ecstasy that we'll have forever and perceiving the oneness of Kodesh Baruch Hu. Basically, it will block the ability for us to perceive Hashem's oneness, and therefore it's a bad thing for Adam to live forever, and dying, we said, was actually a beneficial thing because that enables that this Ra that was put into Adam should be able to um, be purged 
by the body decomposing and being recreated in a state that was pristine without the Ra that was put from the Nachash. So the Ramchal is saying, it was a Gzeira that Hashem doesn't let you purify your guf in the current state that you're in. Really, like we spoke about already a long time ago, that every mitzvah we said, the Ramchal used the beautiful mashal, he said it's like a branch off the, the root of the tree. Right? If a Kosh Baruch Hu is, is Echad, he's a Yichud, the mitzvahs are expressions of a Kosh Baruch Hu's Echad within this world. No, they're not something that's outside of Hashem, or there's multiple Hashems, but again, we can't perceive Hashem's oneness, but when Hashem hides himself, the mitzvahs are what we do see of a Kosh Baruch Hu's oneness when his true oneness is obscured. So we look at that, the Ramchal says, like a branch to, to, a, to, a, to, to a trunk, that really the mitzvahs themselves are an offshoot of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's reality that we can perceive and build that reality into ourselves. And we saw before the Nefshah say that when a person does a mitzvah, he's not aware of it, but he makes a bracha, Chazal made us make a bracha, Asher Kedushal Mitzvah that Hashem, you're imbuing me with a Kedusha, that before I shake that lulav, I, I have to make a, a bracha, and, and the Nefshah brings that at that moment you actually open the pathway of Hashpah, that when I do that mitzvah, the light of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness will envelop me at the time of the mitzvah, and then it will leave the person um, and, 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 and go back back to its Sharish and the higher worlds for him to experience it, lost at love. And the Nefesh Chaim said beautifully, at the moment a person does a mitzvah, he's mamish sitting in Gan Eden. You can't see it. Because why? Zakhtar Mchal, there's a gzera, you shouldn't see it. Hashem doesn't want the mitzvah to purify your body while it's in this uchi state. While it has, that's a technical term. While, 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 while it has the tumah that's in the gulf, the body's not fitting for it. So Hashem stops the ability for the mitzvah to be piled. If we could see when we did a mitzvah what was really going on, we would see that we're mamish shining in the light of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, sitting in Gan Eden. And just for the, for the Litzvah Shemusser, the Nefesh points out, by the way, when you do an Avera, you're actually sitting in Gehenim at that moment also, right? So we, we spoke about this before. And he says, that's a concept of mitzvah, Gerer's mitzvah, that when one brings the light of a mitzvah into himself, that makes him into a more ruchni person, thereby giving the propensity to do another mitzvah because he's made himself more spiritual. But, but, but the effect of the mitzvah is something which has been blocked in this world because, again, the world is not fitting to be elevated. The neshama is not, is not the, the guf and the world around us is not fitting to get the purity from the neshama because of the state that it's in. So therefore, a kosher does not allow the effect of our mitzvah to, to, to actually change us while we are in this world. And, so, and, and then if someone's going to interject at this point and say, what do you mean? But we know mitzvahs do change a person. You're right, mitzvahs do change a person. Just not commensurate to the true power of the mitzvah mm. on a way more scaled-down basis, which we'll see in a second. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a gzera, that while we are in this world, that the guf cannot come to shleimus, the body cannot become refined, as we've spoken of before, through the Hashbah and the Shama. Even though while you're alive, you did enough mitzvahs, that if Lui Yitzor, that the, the system was running, your body would turn into a ball of light. It would no longer be coarse and physical and, and, and anymore, right? You have enough uh, plutonium in you to, 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 to create a massive blast. But the, the detonator just doesn't go. It wouldn't be that you weren't ready for Olam Haba while you're in Olam Haza. That's impossible. You'd never be able to get it. If you ain't going to get everything you need for Olam Haba and Olam Haza, you're not going to get it later. That the only time for a person to achieve his shlemis is while he's in this world, as we've explained. Uh, like Chazal tell us, you know, that right? person who prepares an Arab Shabbos, he puts up a cholent on Arab Shabbos, he can have his cholent on Shabbos. You don't put up a cholent, you don't have what to eat on Shabbos. Elam Hazza is the time to achieve. So the Ramchal says, already, while you're alive in this world, you have everything that's inside of you necessary to make your body spiritual to rise yourself to the final Olam Haba. Kosh just does not like that effect to be. Because if you wouldn't have everything that, that you need to get to Olam Haba while in this world, then there's no other place where you'll be able to achieve it because the only place where you can achieve Shlemes is in Olam Haza when you have Bechira and you're fighting against the force of Gashmias and, 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 and Gufonius physicality um, and, and, and Guf and Yetzahara. That's the place where a person should achieve so it. Why does he keep sending us back as Gilgals? Well, that's if a person. So that well, this is a second. This is a second again. I'm 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 just being nice. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is not a chelak sheni question about all the different <coughs> means how we're going to get a person to the finish line. The answer is you're right. We're describing a person who does make the finish line in this world. Yeah. There are some people who time one around will not have everything they need to purify their body. Time two, they still won't have everything they need. Time three, four, five, six, right? But but at some point. 
by the end of the process, who knows what number of time you have to come back into this world? Wow. What and again and again, even okay. Google we'll talk about it later. But but it's not even possible. It's not you coming back, right? It's you are a fraction of a neshama that existed a long time ago that needed some specific nakuda fixed out, right? I mean, do the math, right? There's six hundred thousand neshamas by 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 Harsinai, two million including the men and the women, right? And we now are a nation of eleven million people. I believe was the recent something like that, right? Fifty percent lives in Israel. Very interesting, right? So. It doesn't add up, right? There, there are more Jews now there, and we know the Zayir says, Chazal tell us, everybody was there. We were by Bahar Sinai, we were there by Matan Tehira, we were there by, by Chris Yamsov, we were there by the Bris entering into, into, into Eretzral, Bris Arvis, right? So all the Nishambas that would exist, and, and like we spoke before, really all the Nishambas were like Kailo and Yaakov, you know, right? So, <coughs> so even this concept of Gilgal, just like, don't take it so simple that like Hilo, I was there in these different stages. Which part element, Chalik of yourself existed before? Nobody knows, right? Mm-hmm. These things are between Rumah Shalom. But Rumah is saying that w- w- whenever a person does reach the end of that line, whether it be time one, time three, time whatever, whatever splinter of himself, then at that point while he's alive, he really should have everything he needs for Olam Haba because he's not going to have the ability to achieve it later. And that's the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis. says, Yafa Sha'achas, Betshuva Maisim Ta'avim, Mekol, Mekol, Right, that one moment of tshuva meisim toivim in this world is better than the entire olam haba. Why? I. It's not true. Olam haba is, olam is good. It's great, you know. But the answer is because you can't change in that world. We discussed that a couple weeks ago. We spoke about the concept that when the way you are fried in the kiln in this world, that that's the way that you're stuck in all the We brought examples from from Titus Harasha that was unwilling to bend on his opinion of the of, of the Jewish people and whatnot. That's why a person when he dies, he's called a nifter. He's potter from mina mitzvahs, right? That only in this world does a person have the one. That's the whole yisoid of the iser of loig l'rash cherish asu. That a person's not allowed to taunt dead people with their mitzvahs. Why? Ha ha! I can grow. I can change. I can still be kind of Haba. You, Mister Dead guy, you're a potter. You don't have the ability anymore. Therefore, you have tucker tzitzim when you go to a to a to a base akvaris, or a person not allowed to say divrei Torah unless if it's about the nifter within a certain distance. Dalaramis, the whole room, machlokes, einsham, right? But the reason why is because you can only change in this world. So, Dr. Ramchal, you have in yourself right now everything you need for Olam Haba with your mitzvahs, or at least by the time you die, Kosh Baruch is, is running the world in such a way where he's going to make sure you get to where you need to get, if this is the time when you're going to achieve that, right? Up to, up to each of us. But you don't see the effects of it, right? You don't see the effects. That's the famous Maisa with the guy that but Seif Yamov that he clutched a pair of tzitzis and uh, and, he, and he said that you know even a darshim b'chasrin kiss even a cheap thing like a pair of tzitzis every moment you wear it is nitzchis and then he cried that he wouldn't have the ability to wear tzitzis anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I made fun of the story yet already to know that, but, um, but it's, it's not a darshim kiss anymore. The prices went up, you know. It's it's, it's, it's like fifty dollars for a pair of tzitzis now, yeah. but relatively inexpensive mitzvah to to. Uh, did I tell you this? Did I tell you this that there used to be the tzitzis, the cheap tzitzis, not the moder ones, were tied by the Israeli prisoners. And really? I, I told you this. I told you this. I told you. I told you this. It was tied by the Israeli prisoners. And then during COVID, they found they could get better jobs. So now there's a shortage of people to try like the the the, the, the not so good tzitzis. So male the moder tzitzis. You're so supposed to do mitzvah. They're Jewish prisoners in Israel, guy. Just because they murdered, cheated, and steal, stole. Well, I mean, it depends how bad I guess what they did, right? Like, the mice, you get the ones with the badats and the hologram, I, I assure you that a prisoner didn't do it. Anyway, the point is they're, they're out of the business now. They're out of the business, and we're, out, we're off to, like, you know, you know youths that roam the streets of B'nai Brock that are doing it now. So, okay, let's go. I actually once saw a very gishmaka video of one kid in B'nai Brock that the, the, the way he does it, he, like, swings a thing around. He could knock out a pair of tits, no joke. It was, like, 25 seconds. It was, like, it was it was bewildering, you know? Wow. So it was, like, the Japanese people in the sticks with the knives, you know what I mean? But, like, on tits, it's, you know, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable, you know? Like, oh. Ah, see, Chiridish children and the ways they learn the pastime. Okay. Oh, Nimshach mean Xera Azois. Fine. So, so Zakhtar Mchal, there's a Xera that you can't experience the mitzvahs that you did in this world. Oh, Nimshach mean Xera Azois. Furthermore, what, what, what continues from this Xera that you can't experience the effect and the Shamat cannot purify the body based on the mitzvahs it did in this world? Shan the Shamat calls one a Yaisa, but go by that while the neshama is in the body in this world, shara davagbo, when it's in this marriage with a body and and evil in the in the in the, the ra, the absence of a kosher whose reality is davag to the guf is attached to the body and it's in the state in a in a terrible wedding. She, I mean, just imagine like, the missile shrine brings the muscle. We know we've, we've discussed that before, but just you know, for context of the iraini, the peasant, right, that marries the basmalach and the basmalka, and she's never. She's never happy because she had the palace food. I mean, just contextualize it, you know? Imagine a marriage of like a, of a, of a tobacco-chewing 
sports fan, gun enthusiast, you know, married to like, you know, the er- 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 aristocracy, you know, right? Like it's, um, it- it's, just, it's just not a happy place for the Shama to be in while, while it's in this, this world. So now you understand that says she's Mayasa. So calls when the Shama's in that matzib. She actually parted the meadow and the Shama can't get away. Look, I'm right. It's not just that she's living with the beast. It's that she's chashucha, she's darkened, the amuma. <coughs> the word amuma you find in chazal is referring to coals. If you have coals that are burning and the flame is not coming out, the word amuma literally means, I, I think, suppressed. But it's a lotion of, of gechos amumois, is that when the fire is in the coal, but it's not leaving outside of the, the coal. So the neshama is darkened and depressed while in this marriage, with the guf, which means, like we said, that one of the 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 roles that Hakadosh Baruch created for the neshama is the ability to express itself on the guf and to and to, and to be mizakich and appear by the body. The neshama is being suppressed from that job, right? It was given a job in life in order to purify the body, right? Just like a good isha is there to purify the husband. If she wants to turn him around, she can turn him around. Ayn Sham Karach's wife versus Umben Pelas's wife. Karach's wife knew how to knew how to get Karach into the wrong direction, and Umben Pelas's wife, famous Maisa, that Umben Pelas along with, uh, with, with Karach and, uh, and, and when they came to get Karach, the, the, the rebellion she, she got her husband drunk and he passed out and then she pulled off her tichel when the oilam came and Karach and his men were very from and they saw the lady without the tichel and they said whoa and they walked away and Umben Pelas was ultimately saved from falling into the pit and being destroyed so you see an Isha really has the ability to turn around, we see by Esther also, Sar and Avram Avinu, we see the Koyach of an Isha as the ability, as the ability to, 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 right? So the, the, that's the Yisai, then the Shama's is, job is in order to purify the Goth, but she's not allowed to do that, so therefore she is darkened and suppressed. All of her talents are something which can't be expressed, almost like a fire that's latent inside a coal, that the fire does not have the ability to come out with a flame. This is a terrible, painful experience, right? Yeah, when a person... Amuma is dimmed. I tell you, gechol amumas means 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 yeah. that there. So I think that's that's yeah, rude. It's, it's the way the way I'm saying it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it fits it fits in. A coal as you know, as it, it cools off. Right. It, it gets it. it gets darker. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kvodim Munach. The translation is Rory Kaplan, yeah. who is awesome. You know, but that's his opinion. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. I, I, he probably did better research than me. Who am I to say? But uh, but yeah. Uh, but the point is that the monoshach there's a suppression that's going on from the shaman. Translated as dim and then and dim in the footnote says it's like a hot coal oh. a hidden in which the fire is hidden, no flame is visible. Okay. Saying. Okay. There. So, right. We're gonna have to, have to we'll have to we'll have to do our our, our work. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, is that is that in Shach, she's suppressed. However, you want to say it, she's she's suppressed, right? Her ability to be mashpia onto the goof is something which is not is not is not is not present. And and we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But that's a terrible thing. Whenever a person has a talent, a person has an ability to do something and is not able to accomplish that job, then it's terribly painful. And we will discuss more about that. Granted, yes, when you do mitzvahs, the neshama is accruing. Um, Perfection, because again, perfection comes from every mitzvah as a chelak Rosh Baruch oneness, and she's imbuing that reality into herself. The yakar, and that creates a preciousness that exists by the neshama in, in, in the attainment of that that relationship to Kosh Baruch Hu and that demus and that similarity to Hashem and building the reality of Hashem into herself. That's a yakar. That's a preciousness which is there, especially compared to the physical world around her. Lo yuchal but that preciousness and that shleimus cannot become revealed. It's trapped. And she cannot shine with the shining light that is fitting for her to shine based on the mitzvahs. Based on the preciousness that she achieves in reality, right? So there is, a, there is something which is achieved and it's not able to be expressed. It's all, that the word kavush definitely means suppressed. Suppressed within herself. Until the time comes that it can become to be revealed. So the neshama is unable to express and unable to do her job, which is purifying the guf. Um, and it's something which is being held in. The problem is not from the neshama. As far as the neshama is, is the neshama is ready to give. It's only from the side of the Guf. As we explained. And, and the Guf is losing out, right? Because the Guf brought the Ra into itself, it's not fitting to receive. Even though we said previously it was a Gzair of Makosh Baruch Hu, but, but it's not good for, for Adam to receive 
the hashpa of neshama while in this world, and therefore it's the goat's fault that it can't receive it. Right? Imagine you have a teacher up there ready to teach, dying to teach, and you have a class full of clowns that are running around. Yeah, the problem is not the teacher. The teacher's ready to go, no problem. Right? The class is not in a place where we can get them to learn. The learning won't stick. It's not going to go in. It's, it's not, not going to do anything for them, right? That's exactly the, the same thing also, that the guf in the state that it's in, receiving the hashpah would almost be, would be counterproductive for it. Okay, very repetitive. Every word in the Ramchal clearly is there to teach us a deep side. We'd have to be, we'd have to harp on this, have to spend time on this and work deeply a little bit more, but, but, but that's the point. That you cannot receive the entire time that... Um, it's, it's fitting for it to receive the zikuch until it's destroyed and recreated. I'm not. Gam himaf said this. However, even though, yes, the body is the one losing out, it is the class and my muscle that is losing out because the class is not learning anything. The guf is not getting the hashpa from the neshama. Amnam gam himaf said this, but the neshama is also losing out and the teacher is losing out of my muscle. She kavutsa ba'atzma. She is suppressed within herself. She's not able to spread out her light. So then the Shama is, is feeling trapped and pained at the inability, right? You imagine the feeling of that teacher, right? He went through um, 15 years of Koyal, and he finally gets to Steller, and he puts him in front of the little Kindleach, and then blah, 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 they're running around like a bunch of animals, right? And he's got all this terror that he wants to give, and he can't, he can't, he can't let it out. He can't let it out. It must be a terribly painful experience. The There's another chashva point I want to come to. She's not able, well, maybe we'll talk about this right now. She's not able to accomplish her pu'ula that's fitting for her, which is zikuch haguf. The ilo haisa pu'ala zaisa. One second. No, you can talk about more in a second. So, so he's, I just want to identify, he just had two different points. Point number one is she's suppressed and she can't express herself. Point number two is that she was given a job to do in life. Her job is to purify the body. She cannot do the job that she was created to do. These are two distinct <coughs> points. Just to clarify before we, 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 we expound a little bit. Point number one is that, is that, is that it's, it's painful to have toiv and not be able to express it. Point number two is that everything was created by Kosh with the tachlis. And when a person cannot achieve their tachlis, there is a sense of, of, of lackingness that exists by the person. If she would do her job, the act of her giving, the act of her doing her job, would give the neshama herself a shlemus. Like you said, it's not just the body who's losing, because the body doesn't receive the light of the neshama, it doesn't purify the neshama. But the neshama itself is also losing, because the neshama is not able to do what it was created to do. If she would be able to do that which she was created to do, right, then she would accrue a shlemus. Right? The teacher, by not giving, it's not just Tom that it hurts him. He's lacking his own actualization of his own abilities and his job that he has. It, it would be mashlam him. It would complete him for her to be able to, uh, to, to for him to be able to, to, to give over that which is, that he wants to, to give over. And famously, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the Gemara, right? Rishim Yochai, Gemara M'sachim, I believe it's, um, I looked at it recently, it was um, Kofid Beis. Rishim Yochai learned five things from Yekiva, Yekiva was in jail. And, and he went to Rekiva, he said, Rebbe, teach me. Kiva said, no, 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 it's dangerous. He says, he says, uh, he says to him, um, he says, if you don't teach me, then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my, my father, and my father's going to tell the, the Romans on you. He's threatening his Rebbe in jail. You know, if you don't teach me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on you that you really were teaching me, right? Um, and Rekiva says, my son, I don't think you get it. More than the, than the cow wants to, to the, the, the baby cow wants to drink. The mother cow wants to, wants to give, wants to give, right? Wants the nurse. Wants the nurse. So Rekiva says back to him and says, ah, who's in Sakana? Is it the eagle? Is it the, is it the eagle or the baby? It's the, the eagle's in Sakana. You're the one in Sakana, not me, right? And then you know, Rekiva relents and he teaches five alakos on, on that day. Fine. But, but, but you see the side that, that, that Rekiva was telling him, trust me, it's much more painful for me. You're the recipient. You're the gulf of the muscle. You're the one that's, that's receiving the shlemus, the, the one that's functioning as in the keva at this point. It's much worse for the zakhar, the one that's supposed to give, that can't give, that is much more painful than, than, than a person not being martial himself by lacking the ideas of the ability not to give over the terror is, 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 a, is a much worse 
thing. We'll, we'll, we'll expound on that in a minute. So Mela, by the act of the Neshama being able to, 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 to give to the Gulf, already the Neshama would receive its own personal shlemus in that regard. The Oid, Shizosia Pula, and the Osala, Lafita Vachuka. Again, the second point. Not only is it that the Neshama wants to spread out, but it wants to do that which it was created for. Because why? Giving is what is appropriate for the Neshama, according to the nature and the rules that the Kosh Baruch Hu ingrained within the, within the Neshama herself. Her Neshama was designed to give, and she's not doing that which she was designed to do. Shlakach Neitzra, that's why she was created. And every creation is completed when they can accomplish and do that, uh, that, that, that action which the Baruch Hu has ingrained in their nature to do. And there's a lacking mitzah, that creature, that, that individual, that is blocked, or does not have the ability to do that which was that they were created to do, right? So everything is created to do something. And if they don't do that which they're created, they're lacking in the shlemus of, 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 of re- re- realizing the identity of who it is that they, that they, that they, that they really are. Um, That's why the parish and the... The Right. Yeah. Right. You're free from the bonds of, of Gashmias. Right. Right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So let, 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 let's let's discuss some of these nakudas really quick, and then and then well, let's discuss some of these nakudas, and we'll come back. There's a little one more paragraph we'll to do. Um, <clears throat> this concept that everything was created. Um, with its job, and it's here to do that which Pula was meant to do. You do find sometimes a counter schmooze also. There's a famous, um, there's a famous, uh, not a famous a piece I like. I mean, I think the Vilna Gain speaks about this also, that sometimes the Kosh Prochel has us work on the areas that we are deficient in, right? Oftentimes. The Vilna has a great piece by Pinchas. By Pinchas, it says, it's Mizyachas himself back to Arnakayin, right? Um, and so he says, why, why is he, why is he miyuchas all the way back to Arnakayin? Says the teacher the following that if we would think of Talmidah Aaron, what do we think? People of Shafal Ruach, people that are Isaac Batera. When you think of Yeshiva Bachar, right? If you think of a Kayan, you think of a person whose life is called Kul and Kedusha, you don't think of a burly person. You don't think of an Ishmael Chama. You don't think of a person that, that's, that, that's a warrior, right? Yeah. So, Mela, for Pinchas to pick up a spear, he actually does the Cheshbin on the spear. The spear had to be a certain size and a certain weight. And Chazal tells us that he actually um, pierced through. Zimri and, uh, and and what's her name? Uh, Cosby, right through the um, the um, nice language to the, the genitalia. Yeah, the loins, right? And he picked them up, and while holding the spear, and brought them in front of the Almay, right? So the Benish Chai says this is a superhuman feat. This is a person that is taking a very large, heavy spear, aiming it very precisely, right? Picking up two adults, right? I don't care how skinny they were, right? Um, so you combine the weight of the spear, the accuracy of the spear, the weight of the people on the end of the spear, and he's dragging them across the machlam, which is a very barbaric act, also, by the way, yeah? That this is something that's totally not shaykh to Ben Aram. And yet he did it anyway. Why? Because he was he really be MS, he had a kinna for Kosh Baruch Hu, and therefore, even though this wasn't his natural default in his natural role, right? Um, he did it anyway. So there is a counter schmooze that oftentimes for a person to say, you know, I wasn't meant for this, I wasn't created for this, a person says, you know, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a Tom and Davening. I remember someone once told me once that, you know, and he claimed, what? Davening is right. Nish from here, right? Mm-hmm. The learning is Nish from here, right? It's just some, um, a friend of mine made me listen to a share of Roshim and Pincus and he was talking about the idea that, you know, the, the Bacher says, you know, learning, learning is Nish from here. It's not for me, right? So you go to the doctor, you say, doctor, oxygen's not for me, right? I, my lungs, they run on carbon dioxide. My, <laughs> My, 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 my lungs are on watching football, you know? You know, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's no, it doesn't work that way, you know? So yes, obviously we, you know, there are areas of ourselves that are more shalem, areas that are less shalem, and, 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 and part of a well-rounded diet is for a person to work on the areas of Ruchni, it's where he oftentimes has a struggle, and sometimes if you see that area recurring over and over again, you know, it's a that that is an area to work on. So that shmuz is 100% short, and is not at all a stira to what the Rumchal is saying here, and what is just the Dabar Pasha that we all understand, which is that a Kosh Baruch Hu created each of us as individuals, and each of us with certain talents, and there's a certain teva that he was chaykik, and within each of us, and part of part of our avid in this world is to appreciate what our talents are, what our nature is, 
and to use our nature. And, and though, yes, sometimes our nature comes with chisernes, and our job is to work out the chisernes that I just described a second ago, but it's also to, to take the milos and to use the milos and never suppress ourselves. A person who suppresses that which a Kosh instinctually put into himself, the Rambam says, is a painful experience. It's something which, which, is not, which is not reaching a shlemus. One can only reach a shlemus when he uses the gifts and the tools that he was, he, he was, he was given. I saw over Shabbos a beautiful, beautiful shlekotera and, and, and Rav Chaim Freelander. It kind of ties back to a share we spoke about maybe three weeks ago, or not three sessions ago, thank you. Yeah, that um, over there he speaks about Lashon Hara, that he says that, uh, that Lashon Hara clearly is a very Chomer Dike Iser, and he says we know that sometimes we can gauge how Chomer and Iser is based on the punishment of the Iser, right? No other Iser in the Torah comes with an automatic skin disease, right? Sounds pretty bad, right? I mean, yes, Averis could lead to punishments from Akash Baruch Hu. Talk about that in Chalik Bay is when you get a, a Zetz from Akash Baruch Hu. But not, it's not a foolish in the Pasek. What exactly will happen to you in the procedure, how you get healed from it. So you see, it's very common. You get sent to the timeout. No other mitzvah, no other Averis in the Torah sends a person into timeout where he has Hezger and he has to think about it and he has to chuva over it and he has to, right? I'm saying, we're talking about serious stuff over here, right? The Chobos Lubavus brings down, um, and every, every school child knows to make fun of his friends on the playground with this. That you know that he brings. I think it's from Medrash that if a person if a person um, speaks lashon hara about somebody else, then they get that person schuyas, and that person gets their averis. And you get up to shemaim, and you find all these extra schuyas and all these extra averis on your on your on your rap sheet. And you say, but I never did these. How he spoke lashon hara about the guy, right? So every kid on the playground says, you spoke lashon you get my averis, right? You know, right? Everybody knows this, yeah. It's it's mamasha plia. Like why in the world Slashahar calls that I should get his averis and he should get my my mitzvahs. In fact, it doesn't even make any sense. And we were talking about that every mitzvah is a chel gosh that I embody that reality within myself, right? How, how can it just be that we just flippantly transfer one to the other? We've discussed many times. They're not points that get you somewhere. The the, the mitzvah itself is be'etz and the skar skar mitzvah mitzvah, right? Not making sense. So he wants to say, and, and he also he also brings the famous Gemara and Erechin. It says, Ma 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 Yisar on the Bali Eloshin over there. All the animals, Lasalava, are going to gang up on the snake. The lion's going to say, I pounce to eat. And the bear is going to say, I bear clawed to, to eat fish. And the fox is going to say, I did this, right? And they look at this thing and say, You bit just for fun, right? You just, you bit. There are no toilets and you're biting people. And the snake says, Well, I'm no worse than the Bali Eloshin Hara, right? Yeah. So what, 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 taka, what taka is the shot? So the, and, and the other Abba, Lashon Hara, we see we have, we have plenty of Hama from Lashon Hara. Plenty, plenty of hana. Don't worry, this is really related to what we're saying. It's not a tangent. Trust me. Yeah, there are plenty, plenty of hana from Lashon Hara. Even the smallest children speak Lashon Hara, right? The, 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 it's, it's a natural thing. So I can tell me there's no hana. The, 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 what's it called? The Chavz Chaim says that any Avera a person does without getting hana from the Avera, it's an act of rebellion against Hashem, and therefore it constitutes a chil Hashem. So he says, since Lashon Hara doesn't come with any, you know, any 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 hana? There's no benefit, no pleasure you get. You eat a piece of steak, a tray. You eat a, you eat you eat something. Uh, you slip and you eat something in the mall food court, right? It smells good. You eat it. So Maisa, you you know we know why you did it. You did it because you wanted to eat the food, right? So Mela, you, you did the avera of eating the vela, whatever you did. But you you're not over chil Hashem because you didn't do it to make a chosh angry. You speak lashon hara where there's no clear toilet as to why you're doing it, right? There's no hana, no 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 enjoyment that you're getting out of it. Vice dice, you're doing it because you you, you want to rebel against Hashem. And it turns out that's cool the chil Hashem to rebel. So so but, but we, it makes sense. The doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. We all know we everyone loves dumb people don't get psychological benefit. Out of it. Right. So there's a machalik between you know physical hana and emotional hana. But but is, you know. Needs a better terrorist than that, right? I mean, we everybody loves a good schmooze, right? Especially about other people, you know, right? So, so Chaim Gilmar says the following: "You said, and it's a very, very powerful. You said, he says that people, the way they look at their own miles and their chesreinus, is based on the way that they look at the world around them. They measure people measure ourselves based on what's around us." So am I called a masmid or not? Well, if there's some guy who's learning way more than me, then like I hold I'm garnished. If I'm in living in a city with a bunch of people that have no mustic of what Tamatera means, and I sit there and I learn an hour and a half a day, I'm 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 pasha in my mind, you know, I might as well be the only guy, right? Same thing in Chesed, same thing in Midas Tovis, same thing in Davening, same thing in, in, in refinement of character or whatnot. You know, we, we assess ourselves based on the world which is around us. And, and the world around us, it's a slightly different schmooze, but the world around us is a very powerful thing also because, you know, the way a person dresses is also based on the world around them. Listen, if nobody was looking, would you dive it in Crocs? 
It, right? If nobody was looking, would you, you know, would you wear a hat? Right? If, if you know, etc. Everything we do oftentimes is, is based on our social. The Mishal Sharon brings down that if, if a person didn't have COVID, COVID, he says, can push a person to the end of the world, right? It can push through all types and that. says, if it wouldn't be for COVID, right, we'd all have a minimal parnasa. We'd all be happy. We'd enjoy life. We'd build a little shack. We'd have a roof over our head. We have the basic food that we need. And that's it. He says, but what pushes the person to stay in the office until 12 o'clock at night and, and bust himself? He says, COVID, because if Yenem has it, if the other guy's got it, then, then I need it also. He's got an additional house. I need an additional house. He eats sushi on Shabbos. I need sushi on Shabbos. This lady read in the Bina magazine to make the 15-tier cake like this. Mela, I have to, right? It, it, it's, it's the way it works. It's, we, we measure ourselves based on the outside world. He says, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible toos. Why? Because the Koshbar who made each of us unique, and different, and gave us the kalim that we have. Whether or not we're doing good or we're doing bad really has nothing to do with what anybody else is doing, and it's not an appropriate scale to, to, to judge that. If, if, if I'm capable of learning more, and I'm in a place where I'm doing great in comparison, that's absolutely irrelevant, because I'm capable of learning more. If I'm, cap- if I'm pushing myself to the nth degree, and, and I feel that I'm a piece of garbage, right? Because someone around me seems much more brighter and quicker and smarter and refined and, 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 and is able to have more Shabbos guests than I, or whatever, whatever, whatever scale you look at, right? Doesn't matter. I'm pushing myself to my nth degree. Like so, so that uh, the fact that I'm down on myself and, and, and I'm not happy and my vidas Hashem is lacking because because I I I feel that um, that, that I'm I'm good for nothing. That that's takana veira at that point, right? It says lashon hara. The motivation we have for lashon hara is because when we speak badly about somebody else, what we're doing is we're downgrading them on this external scale. You know, person says that uh, oh, you know, so and so really is an incredible uh, pianist, right? A guitarist, and you say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't play classical music, right? Why am I doing that? Because myself, he's better than me. I'm down, right? So what do I do? I put him down in order to put myself up. Sometimes we speak lashonar without speaking lashonar. I'm not telling you that's an aveira, right? It's a big one. Drink it, keep your mouth shut. But even mentally, when we take a note of it, you know, we say this person really shied and grew in learning, and a person thinks of himself, yeah, but he learns very shitchis. He learns very external. He doesn't. He doesn't get deep into the matter, right? Right? Why are you doing that? Because you're trying to make yourself feel good about yourself, right? Because you're assessing yourself based on the outside world. The, the evil of Lashon Hara is, is that you're, you're totally denying the amuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created you who you are, and it's a very unhealthy thing, and no ruchnias can ever be achieved if you use the outside world as your means of determining yourself. You'll never know where you're, you'll never, speaking of the sakin yourself to get to Lamaba, and who's going to make it in, and what Gilgal are you going to make it in, you'll never make it in, because you're never going to see accurately what it is you need to do, what it is that you don't need to do, where you need to work on, where you don't need to work on, right? You have no sense, because you're totally blinded by using the outside world as, as your... Your instrument, so there can't be a greater evil than that, and and that goes back to the Nachash was the first one who spoke Lashon Hara, and that's why the sting of the Nachash is compared. He spoke Lashon Hara Baruch He told the Adam Chava that Hashem is this hiding from you the ability to be Baina Olamis, right? Really, you need more Bechira, even as Eitzas Tevira. Again, creating false worlds outside of the reality that exists by looking at the outside world. That's a terrible, terrible evil. A person plunges himself more into the depths of Olam Hazeh and makes himself not a not a spiritual but person. You can channel that same energy for the good too, though. Well, you can look at somebody steiging and look, do it very from, well. Right? So and you can also yes. lift yes. you up. Yes, yes. Kina from Chochmah. And you should know there is and a count. Like said, not wearing Crocs, and, and the Chavos Avavos talks about that, how shame is actually caused half the good things we do. They're good from there, right. right? Yes, yes. So I'm saying, like, it has a positive. Right. It has a place. It has a, a place. It has a place. 100%. Yes. Maskim. No, 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 totally. It's not an idea. It's not the ideal motivation. So I said this schmooze over to the Bacharach. I ate by them by on Shabbos at Yeshiva. And, my, and I told my wife after, I said, you know, I've only said half the story because the other half of the story, I was saying that if we didn't have standards in the community, then, you know, my wife said, what are you talking about? Those two things have nothing to do with each other. But I don't know if she's right, but, but, but she has a point. She was tiny like this. She was saying, it, it, it's one thing to say there's societal standards that keeps us in check. It's another thing when we look at our own self. Looking at ourselves should never be based on what the outside world is, where we assess ourselves. If you want to use the outside world to motivate you, and oil rush, oil stay away from a bad outside world to, to, to give you a different sense of... The outside world does give us a sense of normalcy. Like you said, if it's normal to dress like a man for davening, it's normal to show up to night city, you're in a place where everyone's learning at night, so maybe you're going to learn at night, right? There could be beautiful motivators from the outside world that, that's around you. But when you assess self-worth, 
there is never a toif in using the outside world mm-hmm. as an indicator to your own because we're, we're each unique and that's what the Rukhala is saying everybody I'm going to read it Kol nivra mishtalim your shleim is only comes kishapoyo mashachakaklo what a what a divergence for what we're talking about right? but it's mamish to emes mashachakaklo your shleim is comes from you doing what was ingrained in who you are right if you don't do what you are meant to do, you're lacking in Shlemis. Yes, he's talking about the Neshama, but he's generalizing the bigger picture. The reason why the Neshama is in so much pain is because of actually she's not doing what she was meant to do. We all are meant to do what we're meant to do, and that's where our Shlemis is going to, to come. But let me just finish the, the, the Vorban by, 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 by Lashonara. So he says, that's why it's a Chamber, and that's why you have to, Mamish, do a Chesh, he says you have to be taken out out of the machna, taken away from other people, outside society, you're not using society properly. You have to be removed from society. And not only that, the people that you knocked and that you said, you know, I'm better than him, right? He's the one bringing you food, right? You need him. You need him. You have... Abbas Hashem is when you see it's like the, the Ramban the Torah is after I'm supposed to love somebody else as much as I love myself that's impossible what do you mean I, I core I, I self-preservation of my own well-being is, 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 is everybody that's life there's no way I can do that for somebody else but what I can do is like the Ramban is I can say just like I want that for myself I should want it for him also I may not be able to love him but pile the way I love myself. Nobody loves somebody else the way they love themselves. You, you, you want the best for yourself and that's an emotion you feel as, as part of your, your very nature. There's no way you can, you can transfer that. Big tzaddik and maybe, you know, the whole Misa, the Noem Melech got upset that when his son was sick, he... Oh, was it Nehemelech? No, it was Roshayla. No, Roshayla likes to tell a Misa... No, no, uh, I think it was the same show like to tell Misa about Roshayla. That Roshayla, when his son was sick, he was very upset and afterwards, he was even more upset. And the answer, he says, why? Because... He was so upset about his son, he chapped that he was more upset about his son than he is for other people. And that bothered him. So that, a story like that over at Yisrael Salam. Oh. There's no Malmelech, right? Right, right, With the fire, right? With the fire, yeah. the, I don't remember, but... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lot, he, I, how he saved his son with the fire, and he was upset about it because he was more concerned about his son than the other Bachram, or something like that, yeah. I remember exactly. I think you're confusing two different really Yisrael lines. One is that when there's a fire, a person naturally saves his son and not his Talmud. And then mm-hmm. there's another one we walked to the city and he saw a fire. And, okay, yeah. I don't remember anymore. But okay, yeah, yeah, but this is a common Gadol thing. Okay, very big Madragas over here. Very, very cute Maisa. It was Rabbi Adam Rezir yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Milty Crane, an old friend of mine from, from a long time ago. He was, he was in the hallway and some Yeshiva Gadola kid walks up to Rabbi Adam and says, Rabbi Adam do you love me? Right? He's a public, venerated place, like old, old, you know, the rub of the town, you know. <laughs> He looked at the kid, he's like, oh, he walked away, and he heard Raider mutter himself, Abbasrael, I guess I do. So, you know, Majegas, 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 you know, fine. It could be Majegas, Majegas, Majegas. It's funny, Majegas, Majegas, it's on the court. Right? Majegas, Majegas, Majegas. But anyway, the point is that at its core, the Ramban says that no, you don't need that. What you need to do is that just like you would want good for yourself, you would good for somebody else, to respect everybody in Kalei and to know that everybody has their place this person is taken outside the machna where he needs other people and he sees that other people have milas and things that that, that, that they're meant to have and he's saying on them so what's finally the vort why the schuyas and the various flip because he brings from his rabbi Rav Dessler he says because when you get to Olam Ames over there you thought that by speaking about somebody else you're going to lower him and Melo that's going to raise you up and the Olam Ames where all of our station is based on our mitzvahs and our averis you thought to lower him is going to raise him because he's going to chop your mitzvahs. And when you thought to raise yourself, it's going to lower you because you're going to chop his averis, right? Now, we still have a hashkafic issue over here how you transfer averis and mitzvahs. What we spoke about three weeks about the idea that Christ will be one body and, and, and that, Arvis. right, Arvis and really that we're all just, you know, an expression of a different part of one, one hive consciousness can kind of help maybe a little bit with, with the aside. We, we spoke about this three weeks ago, but not, not time to marach now. But, but just a very chosho and the kuta over here to discuss that everybody has a pu'ula which is meant for them to, to, to do. That's funny, on my agenda, I had about three more of these shmuzin based on this. We'll have to save it for next week. But, 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 but just, you know, the concretize this in the kudin that we, we have to stop looking around the outside world and we have to start realizing our own um, um, teva and our own role that we have, as Ramchal says, that's chokok, that's, that's engraved in who each and every single one of us are. And then the Shoma, Kol Zman, that's in Olam Hazah, cannot do that job that she was, she was meant to do. Okay, so let, let's read the next paragraph, and then we'll end here, and then Mirza Hashem, next week, there's a couple more Nekudas to pick up. We're going to have to discuss um, 
this concept of the Gezerah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in place that we cannot feel the effect of our mitzvahs, and we're going to talk about what we can feel of our mitzvahs within Olam Hazah and how, how that works and how the Olam Hazah is, is spiraling away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's because the mitzvahs cannot purify this world, even though there is some level of a Seder which allows the purification of this world. And we're also going to speak um, about the nature of Ruchnias that a person wants to be a giver. So the Ramchal of you identified two points in the Shama. One, she's suppressed, she can't express herself. And two, she cannot do the pu'ula that she was meant to do. That first nakuda that she cannot express herself is fundamental to Ruchnias. The role of Ruchnias is in the act of giving. So we'll, we'll talk about the next. Let's just finish this paragraph, we'll call it. When the Shama leaves the Gof, and she goes to the world in the Shamas. So we, we started this from Chal by saying that all the Shamas is not just a waiting room. There is a toalis, there is a good that is accrued to the Neshama in that world which will later be passed on to the body. What is that good? She gets to spread out. Imagine a person was gagged and tied. Neshama was gagged and tied in Olam Hazah. Kilo, a person that they threw a black burlap sack over them and threw them in a black van and tied up their hands and put a gag in them. All of a sudden she gets to Olam Haba. Boom, that's it. Comes all the shackles off. She can finally express herself. Meaning the goof's not holding her back. There ain't no goof anymore. Goof's on the right. ground. Right, exactly. Exactly, yes. She's out of the prison 100%. Um, is the and she can shine with her life. Her light. Based on the actions she did in this world. So again, this is a muscle chavra. It's not serious. But if you look at all the shamas, every shama will be a glowing light commensurate to the amount of Torah and mitzvahs, right? How much of an expression they are of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness in the higher world that they exist. In the old Neshamas, they will be able to express that reality that they were kind of in this world and shine with that reality. And the bigger the tzaddik, the bigger the light. Even though it's not really a light, as we've discussed. And she's going to express everything that she achieved while she was in this world. And that weakening that she had, that pain, that suffering, that oppression, that, that lack of, of, again, it's like, it's like muscle, muscle atrophy, right? She's going to be mechazic from what she was nichlash in this, in this world. I mean, again, we'll speak about it maybe a little bit more next week, but just interesting, halacha, is that we're, we're learning Scaris Pelem. Um, well, let me just, he talks about the there was a chulsha. She experienced the weakness by being tracked in the gulf. And, she, and by expressing herself as actually Adarab is going to strengthen her. We were learning in Scaris Pelem this past Zaman, um, that the Gemara talks about achusha de machuza. Well, back up a sec. If you fire a worker once they're already contractually engaged after halcho, once they start going to the job, and you fire them, then you have to pay them for the day because you had secured them for a day of work, and now you canceled on them, and now you owe them the money for the work. How that works is a gar- garmi, is a tavarove, is a ainchan. Yeah. However, if if you if he can find suitable work elsewhere, then the employer is off the hook. But let's say you cannot find suitable work elsewhere. The Gemara has an interesting calculation. You don't have to. So if I was going to pay my worker 50 bucks to do yard work for the whole day, and I fire him in the morning when he walks to my, I said, you know what, Pedro, I don't need you anymore, right? So then I don't owe him the full 50 bucks for the day. What do I owe him? I owe him what's called, I can subtract from that chesh, what's called pile bottle. Pedro can make a chesh how much is it worth it for Pedro to sit on the couch and to watch, um, I remember from a kid, all those bad game shows in the morning, right? Yeah, on sick days from school. Yeah, how much is it worth it for him to take the day off of work, lose the full 50 bucks and get to sit on the couch for the day, right? Listen, he can clean out his closet. You know, everyone wants to clean out their closet. He can do that oil change in his car he always wanted to do, right? So that's a monetary value. I can subtract the hana, the value that he gets from having the day off of work from what I owe him. So if he would be willing to take $10 to have a day off, so instead of me owing him 50 bucks, I owe him 40 bucks. That's called pale bottle. You got a little chashmish in here, right? Okay. No, but the Gemara brings out a different case. There's someone called the Achlushe de Machuza, the strong men of Achuza. These were uh, tuggers, schleppers, right? They would schlep, I, uh, mover, mover men. And they had big muscles. And the Gemara says that if they don't use their muscles, you know what happens? They get muscle atrophy and they get weak. And for them, they don't want the $10 to have the day off. So you can't subtract $10 from them Right, because it 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 it's it's bodily harmful for them. They much rather go a day on the couch or a day of moving heavy objects. They're like, I don't want a day on the couch. That has no monetary value to me whatsoever. My muscles are gonna burn at the end of the day if I don't use them. I have to go to work, right? I think a lot of people have put on this especially lawyers. Once they get into not 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 the government, you're good, don't worry. But the, but the, the the you know high fidelity, you know big 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 corporate, the right guy. They love work. Do they love work? Not so much. 
Oh, forget oh. it. Moving on, yeah? <laughs> Fine. But again, you know, the workaholics, the ones that Bush can't can handle, not the... My wife is a friend, actually. I'm married. She, um, she works for a big, big, big time uh, law firm. And she told me these people are nuts. <laughs> She's mom's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they love it. 20 hours a week. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So they, maybe for them. But it's interesting. The Rishonim bring down an interesting application. Why am I telling you this? The Rishonim bring down an interesting application to this case. They say, a Malamed Tinaik is a Rebbe. Let's say you fire a Rebbe. So can you subtract Poil Bottle? Now the Rebbe finally gets to sit in base Medrash ah, and learn for himself. His Koyal days were done 30 he's years ago. His was 30 years ago. And now he's been teaching. And then you hired him for a class. And then last minute you pull out on the Rebbe and he can't get another job elsewhere. So you have to pay him for teaching the class even though he doesn't teach the class. But maybe I can subtract Poil Bottle. I can subtract what, it, what he would pay to be free. He's going to go to base Medrash learn like he did 30 years ago. Zakt, the Rishonim, a Rebbe doesn't want a day off. It hurts. It weakens. He's got Torah. He wants to, he wants to give the Torah. He's no different than the strong man of, of, of Ahusa. It physically, it harms him not to be able to express himself. And therefore, you cannot subtract Poyal Batal from a Rebbe. By not using it, you lose it. Zakt, the Rumchal, the Neshama was Nikhla. She was weakened. She was weakened, right? When a person wants to give and he can't give, there's a Chalisha that comes, a weakness that atrophy. comes to, an atrophy that comes to the person. And Olam Haba, she can finally be mechazek. It wasn't just that, it, uh, oh, too bad, so sad, it was emotionally painful in the shoma. she couldn't give in the body, like, she's waiting. There was a pain and a weakness that occurred while, while in the goof, it was detrimental to the neshama. When she gets to that world and she can finally shine with the light of her aveda and her mitzvahs and her teira and all the, and the chasa and all the tzedakah and all the nyanam that she did, then there's a chizek, the Ramchal says over here, which is, which is, which is, uh, given over to the neshama. And she's more ready. She's priming up. Oh, just answer my kasha. I see you go to something slowly. I'm going to tell you my kasha, and now I'm going to tell you my terrors, right? And she's priming up to do her job when Tchiyas Amesim comes. She's getting ready to go to do the job. She's preparing, right? Till the body will return in the proper time. And when Mashiach comes and Mishmikdash and the world is destroyed and the bodies are recreated, she'll be able to do her job and pull on the Osala, that the action which is fitting for a to purify the body. Now, I was always very bothered that if the Shoma wanted to be a giver, which we'll talk about being a giver next week, and just want to be a giver, and she gets to all the Shoma, she gets to shine with her light and, and all the Shomas, right? Maisa, she, there's no Talmud. She's teaching to, a, to the wall, right? She's shining with the light of her mitzvahs. Her whole job is in mezakech, to purify the body. And she's been trapped and she hasn't been able to do that while in the gof. Her hands have been tied. Now she gets all in the shamash and she can shine freely with all the light she acquired in this world, right? Where's the student? Where's the Talmud? Right? The mother is giving milk, but there's no baby that's sucking. The goof isn't there. How is that achieving what she's been... Yes, it's better than being tied up and thrown in the back of a van. Uh, granted, right? It's, it's better than being suppressed. She's not she suppressed. Hashem is not the Talmud. <laughs> yeah. So he, I just saw it in the Lashem. He says it. She is more prepared for what she will do at the time of Tchiyas HaMesim. Olam Neshamis is like the Rebbe doing prep work. Right? Making all the sheets and slides for the Kindalach. Right? Neshama, by already expressing the Terah Mitzvah that she did in that world, is preparing her that when the Zman Tchiyas HaMesim will come, she is fully strengthened in Ruchnias, and is, and is fully ready and prepared to shine the light in the Shema directly into the Gulf and purify the body and bring it up. So it's the stage right before her ability to, to give. It's, it's the prep smart. I mean, this is what he says. So just look at the Lashem. Umizdamenes Yosef. She's more prepared. Right? He's coming to answer my cash. I was bothered by it. It's all good and well. She's, she's expressing herself. But it's, you know, Rivarin used to be, if you listen to these um, shirim he gave on Dam Mashalashiv, great shirim, by the way, Mamsh, I, I suggest. Um, he, <laughs> there's always been Chas Warner there. What's up, shot? This is before Rivarin started coming with the shirim. I think, I think the Chamiyaman put him up to doing it. What? He needed a Maxim. Yeah, well, actually, I think that's what he said. He didn't want a Maxim. I mean, he might, whatever. He, he needed somebody there. He said, I, I, I can't talk to recorders. It's not the Tzura of Ta'ira. I can't talk to, which we'll talk about the Tzura of next week. We'll talk about the idea of a Makabal and a Mashpia. That's the, on next week. I, he said, I can't, right? There has to, right? So that's what the Shama is doing. But at some, she's expressing herself to a tape recorder, right? It's not, it's not, it's not a mouth. Okay, Shkaya Chavra. The way that we usually talk about it, yeah. we think about Shkaya, Sadiqim, Yoshi, and Shkaya, and they're all dancing around in a circle and being Nana from the Zib and Shkaya. Right. So that's how we, we don't talk about it as 
a time of preparation or a time of um, you're right. you know giving over. I'm you're saying, right. We don't think you're about right. It. You're right. But that no, 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 no. But you're but 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 let's connect it. You're right. But let's connect it. What allows a person to be nenem is of a shchina. It was all the Maisim Tovim that he did that clarified his lens, right? The Mitzvah Maisim Tovim is his ability that he brought a reality of the Baruch into himself and into the world is what gives him the clarity of lens to perceive Hashem's oneness. Otherwise, there'd be a veil that was there. He made his essence more of Hashem, which gives him a deeper perception of Hashem's oneness. The Ziva Shechina only comes from the light that is being expressed that it had. I Meaning, if, if it didn't is it, is build it into its reality... So yeah, well, all of Habla is supposed to we were discussing all of that. Well, it's interesting. Where is that? Well, so, well the emphasis is interesting. Where that member of Chazal that they're Yeshua and Batera say and Birush and not on not on their head but in their head, right? And then Mizvah Shchina. It's interesting. The, the Rambam, which again I told you his seder maybe a little different, but the Rambam I think tells on Olam Neshamas. I think I think it's pretty interchangeable. Marashal, even wherever you hold that memra is. Even the Ramchal said that, that the Olam Shom is the place of Tainik, right? We know it's called Gan Eden, Gan Eden Tachten, right? Gan Elyon. So th- there is a, and he's right, th- th- there is a connection that Kosh Baruch in that yeah. world that's all enjoyment, but the Ramchal is thinking it's a time of expression. I, the two things are really not a steer. I think they work together very well. What enables that connection was the fact that the Shama built that reality of a Kosh Baruch Hu, and that's, the, the, that's, that's, that, that's what gives the, the Shama the, the vantage point and the clarity to be able to, to have that. But you're saying that there's a further level that that's what he's saying yes he's saying it's not just a place of enjoyment there also is this gratification of right. self-expression that it's been it's very interesting because it's like the idea that you spend your whole life trying to become like a Baruch who was a giver and then it's almost, so it's almost like your past is like well now you get to home Abba and now you're a taker <laughs> but no you're saying not right, not. right, right, so. right, and even the ultimate tchia that, that I mean, now if you link that thought back to the beginning of Derech Hashem, part of being the balatayv. Well, this is really the different word. The das is word about lechem dechsufa. There has to be a sense that I belong here. There has to be a sense I earned it. There has to be a sense I, I did something. Like the Ramchal speaks about das tfunis, that our mitzvahs were megalash and We had a chalik in bringing this. It's almost like the difference between like when you prepare a suda and you're proud of yourself, and you, even though you're enjoying the suda, but you know you had a chalik in it, right? Versus when you stomach like, okay, the food's good, the food's bad, like uh, beggars can't be choosers over here, right? You know? You're bailing in it. That, so there is an element of, of mashpia that exists within. Within, within the final Gabul also. Yeah.